Hey, welcome to the Off Grid Podcast with Ralph and Vicki. Let's get going. Hey, well, guess what? Welcome to Off Grid with Ralph, Vicki, and RJ. And we have a very, very special situation. You know, most podcasts are set with, you know, may- maybe a guest or two. Just one and, or something. And yeah. And you and I just rambling on. Talking to like the normal. outfitter or something mm-hmm. like this. But we have the whole crew from RMK in Wyoming. And these, when we just look at all, all what's sitting around this table, is how many years have you guys been guiding here? Come on, someone look jump Rick, in. Rick, this is, this yeah, is my 10th season here in Wyoming. 10th. Mm-hmm. My 13th. 8th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 7th. Wow. So you and guys then, have seen lots of stuff yeah. go on around here. How many years have all you guys been, been hunting elk? Oh. <laughs> 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 I remember when I was 14. 26 uh, years. 26. 26. All right, there's 26. When I was 14, my mom would drop me off on the mountain. Is that have at it? <laughs> yep. You sure she, she wasn't trying to, to get you. rid of you? <laughs> <laughs> she may have been. But you're still here. <laughs> I've been hunting elk for 44 years. Yeah. Oh, God bless you. That's awesome. Yeah. I, so so I, right, I, right there, I just... I called just, my first bull in, uh, for a hunter when I was 12. So we're at 60. 41 years. 60 plus. Another 40. 40. 41. We're at 100. I started guiding 20 years ago. Guys, we're talking about having four phenomenal hunters here out guides that with over 120 130 years of experience so so how how do you sum this up i guess that i mean again we're at iron cane wyoming and this if you're looking for a place to bring your bow and go elk hunting we found it we found it but let's talk about misconceptions <laughs> of elk hunting, right? There's, Number a, 400 one, uh, bull, there's a 400 bull on every, every hillside. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, Come on. Mm-hmm. You, you can spray down and eliminate your scent. <laughs> <laughs> As you're hiking up and down the mountain sweating your butt off, right? Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Come on, what give else? us some more. Don't be shy. I mean, yeah, everybody says there's a... There's always elk bugling in your face, five feet away. You know, it's it's never. It doesn't happen. On, on it, this, it happens on but, this date. The rut will start, and on this date, you will go ahead and have the, the bulls come running yeah. into it, no questions asked. And, yeah, and, you know, the third week of September is usually the peak, you know third fourth week of September's peak. Mm-hmm. It could change. I mean, they they're not on a schedule. No. You know, it could be the switch could be all the way on, switch could be off. Yeah. You might all have right. interview. All you guys, full moon. Mm-hmm. What's it done in all these years? Has it has it shut the rut down? No, no, no. Just make you scratch your head more. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Do they during a full moon? Do do you see more activity all day? I guess it depends on the weather, right? I'll hunt on the full moon, so I'll hunt when there's no moon. Right. Doesn't matter. We hunt, and we can be successful anytime. You can get to it. It's a matter of locating them and going. Right. Right. And same thing with the weather. You know, I mean. It's gonna the rut's gonna happen regardless, you know. So uh, when it's hot, yeah, like Rick said, when it's hot we're hunting. When it's cold we're hunting. Yeah. You know, it's, you're not gonna see as much rut activity, meaning the bulls getting after and that when it's hot. But it doesn't mean that it's not happening. And that that's it's still what, going on. The majority of that movement may be a- after the sun goes down sure. because you're cooler temperatures. But sure. they're yeah. still rutting. They're right? still gonna rut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you don't need to hit during the rut. 
My yeah. favorite time is pre-rut. I, okay. I, I my love, favorite time is pre-rut. I love pre-rut. You you get a more mature bull to come. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. During the peak of the rut, you get, it's almost impossible to call a mature yeah. bull out it's of his So many eyes elk. watching you. He's got all those cows. Why does he want to come see me? And, you know. And most time when you do get them to come, they bring their cows with them. Yep. So then you got all those one eyeballs. To Twenty cows staring you down, and yep. pretty quick. Next thing you know, they're behind you, they're in front of you, they're inside of you, and you're Somebody wondering which you way out. to look. You everything's a, gone to a shamble, you know. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's the bull. Yep. And you can't draw back, or you can't get yeah, the hunter to yeah. draw back because there's. 40 eyes staring at you. Yep, exactly. Now, do y'all understand that we're, we're sitting here with 130, 40 years of experience in true wild elk hunting? Mm -hmm. So absorb this because this is information that you're not going to find anywhere else. I mean, the reality of it is, is you, you know, and, and, and I mean, we go back to scent control. Right? Like, like you said, you, you know what I mean? There's nothing that's going to eliminate human odor completely. No. Except and the wind in your favor. <laughs> there you exactly. go. You're right. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So here's a question then. So <clears throat> someone's going to come out and, and hunt with R&K. What would you say with archery gear? Okay, just go archery gear first. Average shot, but be ready to take how far of a shot? What do you guys, out of all the years, average you guys probably have done this? 30, 30 yards, 30. I would say average. Yeah. But be prepared to shoot 60. Yeah. Okay. You know, 60 is not out of the question. No, 60, 60 is right Western hunting, I mean... You, Western hunting, you, you have open lanes for, it It just depends on the situation. Sometimes you're in a big meadow, you know, and that bull might be out there 60 yards, but and I he's think not coming any closer. A hunter yeah. needs to be realistic in the standpoint, too, that just because you can hit a target at 60 yards doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that you're going to generate enough kinetic energy mm -hmm. to penetrate an elk mm -hmm. to do what you need to do to humanely take that animal. Would you guys feel comfortable with saying the average hunter out there with a basic white ta white tail setup is sufficient enough for the elk accuracy yeah. wise yes accuracy so. wise yep. yeah. yeah okay but for i'd sure. also want to know what my kinetic energy is doing because a lot of times they set up the arrows a little bit differently because they don't need it shot placement is key exactly especially elk they're so strong you can yep. hit them good and they'll still go a long ways. Yep. So you uh, gotta hit them great. Yep. You know, so I mean, they're super tough. You can get away with a lot of stuff with deer, you know, but the elk are a completely different beast. You have a, you have a thick elastic hide, you've got bigger bone mass, you've got bigger muscle mass. And right now they're 10 foot tall and bulletproof, meaning <laughs> in September, because it's breeding season. It's time to go ahead and perpetuate the species. So even if something's hurt, it's still gonna try. It's still gonna go ahead and try to, you know, promote and with the species what would you say out of all your guys experience probably biggest mistakes you've seen in the in the field made lack of practice with hunting equipment if you're going to wear a backpack <laughs> practice with a backpack. shoot with it on that's yep. right if people, you're going to shoot mechanicals rushing. you're going to shoot fixed you're going to shoot whatever broadhead practice with your broadheads yeah and people rushing too, you know, the thing is, is we can get multiple opportunities. You yep. know, you make sure you take that good one. If, if it does, if it's not right, you know, if there's something that you have to squeeze that arrow, you know, to make the good shot, you know, just wait, we'll get another opportunity. You yep. know, no, no sense in taking a bad shot because you think it might be your only shot. We'll get multiple opportunities, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people rush their stuff a little bit, I think, you know. In, yeah. in the heat of the moment, if, if it's an elk, um, 
wait to draw until his, he doesn't he can't see you. His head goes behind a tree or something. If they if they catch your movement, it's it's, over. it's usually a done deal. So have you seen a lot of lot, lot of hunters come in, come to full draw and sit there and get caught? Yep. With their mm -hmm. pants All down. All the time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Be um, at full draw and try to move. Draw in slow motion. Mm -hmm. And if you Most can't, the bow's too heavy for you to begin with, right, yeah, exactly. Rick? I mean, exactly. Fifty-five to sixty-five pounds is plenty for an elk, especially with the modern stuff that we have. Again, shot bow companies are making yeah. great, great. Use equipment. anything with good shot placement, and it'll work. Today's mm -hmm. modern equipment, fifty-five is plenty for an elk. Mm -hmm. I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think the lower poundage is better. High poundage that blows right through them. I've, I've seen more wound loss than the lower poundage where the arrow stays inside. Okay, doing more damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cutting while it's moving. Another thing is, when when it's time to move, you gotta move. You gotta mm -hmm. go now. No. Trust your guy. When don't, game is on, you need don't to do it. <clears throat> turtle feet. crawling along. What if you gotta move twenty yards? You yeah. gotta move now. You can't, elk, elk you are can't loud, just, loud by nature. Yeah, yep. And with your guide too, or even if yourself, you're doing it on your own. You can go ahead and sound like a cow. You can make cow sounds, everything while cover you're going up. through yep. to cover up what you're doing. And I'll have a I'll have a cow. We did three, what, four or five nights ago. We had a client that we were up calling an elk for him. I had a cow bust me. She barked. I barked right back at her. And as soon as I barked back, you could see her just kind of set back. And then all of a sudden, she just went back to feed. It's like, oh, did you see that? It's like, yeah, I saw it. Did you see it? Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I've tried multiple times to bark back at Vicky. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Those cast iron that pans, man. Yeah. That's, right. That's the wrong bark. It, oh, it, it, actually, yeah, my, my bark is worse than my bite. Remember that. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but those pans hurt more than that. <laughs> okay, how about decoys? Don't go away. We'll be right back with more of Ralph and Vicky's Off Grid Podcast. This segment of the Off-Grid Podcast is brought to you by New Archery Products. Since the introduction of the first Spitfire Broadhead more than two decades ago, NAB has been leading the way in mechanical broadhead technology. No matter what game you're pursuing or which style of mechanical broadhead you prefer, NAP has something for you. From the time-proven Spitfire line to the rear-deploying Killzone line that creates massive entry holes, NAP Mechanical Broadheads continue to pave the way. Now let's get back to the show. My bite, remember that. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but those pans hurt more than that. <laughs> okay, how about decoys? Awesome. Yeah. I, I always use a decoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can get as it's a, a different guide. Yeah. As a guide, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a difference between an opportunity and not mm -hmm. a lot of times. A lot of times you can draw that attention off that, off the hunter, you yep. know, for just long enough that they might be able to get their bow through, or yep. just, or they can step around a tree, or, you know, just that split second. Or I've had bulls bust, and you get after a cow call, show them that decoy, and they're like, oh, oh. wait, it calms them down. Oh. Maybe. It, keeps maybe calm, it solidifies you know? in their head. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is Oh, that's what that noise kinda, was, or that's what that yeah. movement was. Yeah. I yep. figured that one out. Okay. It gives them confidence, you know. Mm -hmm. You watch any bull come in on a calling scenario, whether it's on a video or a TV, or you get to see it in the wild, they're always looking 
where that's coming from. And it's uncanny how they can come over a hillside Beautiful. or cut, and, and they, they know right to a T, right where it's at, mm -hmm. one way or the other. Well, we even had that encounter this morning. We mm -hmm. had that small cow that small cow come in mm -hmm. to your cow calling, mm -hmm. and she's coming in, and she's looking, and she's trying to figure out what Rob's doing. <clears throat> she can't see Rob, but she knows where that call's coming, and she's just swinging her head back and forth, and then all of a sudden, the six by six comes up out of the brush, and he's just looking too, and yeah, I thought, like, Okay, I'm gonna have a heart attack now, but okay. Yeah, it was they come straight to that call and that's yep. what they're looking they can at. Pinpoint it for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that brings up another thing, the bulls that come in silent. Yeah. Not every bull comes screaming in. Nope. No. You're right. All, right, All so of a sudden you look over whoop. There he is. Hello. He's so how in behind you, you or something. How, how long would you or I, and I know it's each scenario is different, but you heard a bull bugle. Mm -hmm. Rick, like, you know, we've gone in on him. You call again, you call again. How long, just like on a predator situation, you, you know how the guys will go, yep. well, I give it about 30 minutes and then I, I pull out. Is there, is it per per each situation or per are you? That's yes, right. yes. Exactly. sometimes it might take an hour to call one in. Yep, yeah. And sometimes you know you, you gotta keep moving and press yeah. on, but and it, it's just a guess, but then try to do an educated guess. Take the temperature. And that's just experience, yeah. yep. and I mean and that's what we're sitting here at the table with with all you guys. Is I worked a bull two weeks ago for an hour and fifteen minutes. I would have gave up on him, but I could see him, and he wouldn't say nothing or anything, but he was reacting. He'd paying attention to me, stepping towards me. Finally, he decided he was committing, and then he started bugling, and as soon as he started that, I was like, oh, we. We got his attention good this time, okay. and here he come. And you can know once they get committed, you know they're they're coming. Yeah, and you don't, you know, because you'll get some that kind of hang up, and some that you know, kind of their heart isn't into it, you know. But then you get those ones that get committed, and you got them in the bag. Yeah, and you can almost hear the change in their mm -hmm. voice when they when they decide they're coming. Yeah, it, it's it's a different tone. Get ready okay. now. Yeah, it'll yeah, have a lot of emotion, you know, in their calls and stuff, and you kind of try mm -hmm. to see what kind of mood they're in, and then you can go with your calls according to that, you know, and then you can usually nine times out of 10 get them to come in, but you know, you'll get the ones that hang out, hang up and that's where a decoy comes back into play. Cause if they see it, they go, okay, there's elk over there. And yeah. elk are super social and they want to be with other elk. So. That five point yesterday morning, we, yeah. heard, we heard him 200 <clears throat> yards away. And in 30 seconds, he, he was he's, right already, he's already, Less than a hundred from us. We, we. Mm -hmm. And you just, like you said, let's rush. We rushed. And I mean, I literally was stuck in sapling trees where there was no, no cover, no cover. But what Rick did, Rick hurries, drops back further. This bull comes up and this bull is staring right at us. Eddie's in back, me filming. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you're calling and you reading that animal brought that bull to go 17 yards turn circle come back and he was looking for you even though we are standing we had no cover yeah mm -hmm. and you, you know what i mean he wanted to come to you know you making i guess the best way you simulating exactly what He's made him believe you're you, you were another right. bull i think that also cow. goes back to you just saying that you guys didn't move you were in just saplings because i saw the video and like 
you would think that they would see <clears throat> Ralph standing in that little bit of trees right there, and they look straight through him because they're going to the call. They're looking for the mm -hmm. what's well, making that noise. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that, but I was trying to be nice. That's where we have the advantage. Yeah, buddy. They, they, they look right over us. A deer can look at you, and it knows you're a man. An elk will look at you. If you don't move, it doesn't know what you are. The same thing with noise. If, if a deer hears you walking, it knows it's a man walking. But if an elk hears you walking, it doesn't know if you're another elk or a steer. And that's why when we're moving through, it's like right. this morning, I was sitting there throwing out little cow calls. And a lot of the times when you're sitting there trying to be as quiet as you can, you throw out the cow calls to go ahead and help simulate that it's a group of cows moving through. And a lot of times you're going to get a bull that'll pop off to you and you can go ahead and set up. You know, game's on. It happened to RJ and I the first morning. Mm -hmm. We were going through there and it was... The aspen leaves were just crunched. Potato chips. Yep. Walking yeah. potato chips. And I was just cow calling just every so often. And all of a sudden, there's a bull just mm -hmm. screamed right next to us. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, well, here we go. Let's try that one. Here we go. Let's go for it. You know, and here's another fun. thing I, I think that everybody needs to understand is, you know, with all the years that you guys literally have been here, you've learned the terrain. Mm -hmm. You've learned the majority of the habits, mm -hmm. which is... For a, for a hunter looking to book a hunt is priceless because you guys know if you sort of bump these here where they're going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where a lot of guys, like if, if a guy just comes in today to say, you know, because some outfitter brought him in because he's got a client, doesn't know any of that, right. he's screwed. Yeah. Screwed. Yeah. Now here's the fun, here's the lighter side of all this with you guys being here all this time and guiding all these years is... How many times, and you don't say names, <laughs> have you been guided by your client? <laughs> or, or, right? Right? Yeah, I mean, a lot. It happens. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, I mean, talk about that. They, because it's, right? That's they, the Well, that, that, that first day, I said to Rob, Rob's like, well, you know, he said, well, you know, what do you want? You want to do this? You want to do this? I'm like, look at him. I go, I am not guiding the guy. Never I'm like, you guy. need no. to decide. I will follow what you tell me to do. Sure. <laughs> Was it, was it yesterday, Mr. Blake? We're all out there talking, and you're, he's going he's gonna to get a shirt that says "Don't guide the guide." He's going to get a, one of those ripaway jackets <laughs> over it. So at, at any point, he's ready. At any point, he'll be ready. Someone starts guiding, you're just going to rip that outer yep. shell off. Yeah, like, there you go. So now let's go one person at a time. I know you've all had it. Let's just talk about one of those situations. No names, mm -hmm. but you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now get ready because this is priceless. <laughs> oh boy, I, I, I had a hunter come in in his private Learjet and pick him <laughs> up, and we, we didn't, you know, we weren't getting into a lot of elk the first morning, and right away he he wants to go somewhere else where no one else has hunted. In his mind, that's where all the elk were. Mm -hmm. So I could think of one place that probably no one else had hunted because. We, we were on our hands and knees climbing in all, on all fours to get, up the, to get up to the highest point of the ranch. And uh, I'd never been there before. That's why I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, any, anyway, it was, it was a granola hike. <laughs> it sounds like it. <clears throat> we, didn't, we didn't find any elk up there. But late, later, we did find elk. We went down to where I knew they were. <laughs> we got into them. You did the mm -hmm. granola hike thing. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, our job here is kind of accommodate people, you know, and so I, you know, I've guided a guy where uh, 
you know, he suggests that we go to the, the spot that he thought there would be elk, you know, on the other side of the ranch. And it's like, you know, there's no elk there. We'll go, you know, we're going to go over here. And he's like, well, I want to go over here anyway. So um, take him over there. Obviously, didn't get into the elk. You know, obviously, we, we know where all the animals are going to be. You know, we know the hot spots. We, we've hunted here plenty of times, so we know where to go. And when they want to go somewhere else where we, we know there's nothing and we suggest going somewhere. Um, anyway, so you go take them over there. Don't, they don't see anything, hear anything. And then a lot of guys want to try to call and everything when you're trying to do stuff. And their calls a lot of times sound pretty bad and you know, can ruin the hunt and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> boy, let me tell you something. They're being it. sweet about all this. I can tell you that right that's now. why I don't call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so, uh, you know, the, yeah, the thing is don't guide the guide. I mean, yeah. we, we, know the, we know the ranch. We know the animals. Uh, just trust us and and that's a that's a problem with some of these guys you know they think they're great hunters if they're such great hunters they wouldn't be on a guided hunt you know they'd be out there in the public land doing it themselves you know i don't know i'd go on a guided hunt i can tell you right now we'd go on a guided hunt here every year yeah because mm -hmm. yeah. rnk's got it we, yeah. we've, we've witnessed it and it's just incredible but but you know again i think we've all put hunting to a different level and we've forgotten what hunting's all about. Basics are. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's and a, it's, it's a, this camaraderie. It's mm -hmm. it's it's sitting there and, and and you know having a hug after you know a situation yep. where maybe you you just missed or you made a bad hit or you made a perfect hit. You're high fiving yep. or or something that was, I got to tell you, was incredible for me as a father yesterday. Was RJ um, got his first bull elk. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more Ralph and Vicky's Off Grid Podcast. There's no feeling like it when you've prepped the gear, done the research, found the spot, nailed the presentation, and now there's only one thing left to do. It's hook set season. So gear up and start your season at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Your adventure starts here. Hey, thanks for coming back. Now let's get back into Ralph and Vicky's Off Grid Podcast. I gotta tell you, was incredible for me as a father yesterday, was RJ um, got his first bull elk, which, uh, Let's talk a little bit about that because I'm getting freaking teary-eyed. <laughs> <clears throat> well, to start off the first day, we had a bunch of encounters that were absolutely amazing because I've never, I've never really spot and stalked an elk and been able to get up within 30, 20 yards of one. And I mean, they, they come in, they bugle, and you, every hair on your body just stands up. So then the second day, we get back out, and I mean, right off the bat, we stop the buggy, and we already hear them going off, and it's still dark out. We start hiking. We hike up this little... I don't know, is it a hill out here or is it a, more of a mountain out here? In Illinois, these, in, a, in Illinois, these are mountains. Just an incline on our <laughs> So we get up to the top, we're calling, we hear them all around us. We decide to go after an area where we, hear, we, we think we hear two or three of them. So we get up over to the top of the next ridge and uh, we try to get into there. We get surrounded by cows, by bulls, by everything. It was amazing. Uh, that situation didn't work out, but <laughs> we go down the hill I don't know, what do you think it was, Blake, 200 yards? Yeah, probably. Right around there, and we, we, we get this other bull coming right towards us. He ends up going right into our wind. He hits a wall, he stops. We got Helen, our decoy. <laughs> she's, she's doing her job. He ends up walking back around, 
and walks to the complete opposite side of us. So his wind's coming straight at us, and he comes right on in. And, I mean, it worked out perfect. Mm-hmm. It was and awesome. And how far was your shot? About 30 yards. There you go. So about the average what they said, yeah, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Now, let's talk about an, an effort for a team. Yes. No we, kidding. We, everybody at this table all said, listen, let's all go. Mm-hmm. And let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's help out. And, I mean... You don't see that at a lot of camps. No. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't walk into a camp and feel a family atmosphere and 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 you know each each individual is trying to help each other. Mm-hmm. You, you you know what I mean? And I think that's what drop that that's what brings it back to R and K here in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. You guys you guys are a family. Mm-hmm. When an animal goes down, we're like meat bees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Just yep. like yesterday. I, I lopped that last quarter off. I looked behind me. Here's Brian and Brett with fresh legs and fresh mm-hmm. backpacks. So yeah. Just ready to like, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and and just, just going at it. And, and I mean, again, I, I, I mean, that to me, that holds high accolades to you guys, mm-hmm. you, you know, as, as the family of, of putting this together. You guys want to see everyone succeed. Succeed. And, yeah, we are and team, fight. Yeah. I say you guys are a team, and when someone does, you know, is successful with the hunt, you guys are just making sure that everyone is good. I mean, you guys are watching out for yourselves, but also for the hunters that are in camp, which is amazing. Well, that, that's what I love about this camp the most, and it's a tribute to everybody here is the simple fact that as one person tags out, they'll go ahead, bounce over, with- and, mm-hmm. and, then, and then as they tag out, I mean, everybody's kind of geared up to make sure that everybody's focused on... I mean, just like today, go with you and Rick, you know, trying anything I can do to help. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We all scatter. Yeah, we, we, yeah everybody goes to listens. a different location, yeah. listen yep. for, you know, bugles and stuff. Yeah. And you guys, I, I mean, you're scouting for the new hunters. True. I mean, you're, you're yeah. doing... Yeah, you guys know what's going on just because you're out there. Right. And, and I mean, that's incredible. Right. You know, but, but again, you know, for us to, to share as mom and dad, you know, with, with RJ... We can't thank all of you enough for yeah, that. Yeah, that was his very first elk. I mean, that I was can't such thank you guys a for helping. That was <laughs> awesome. yeah. And we're not yeah. talking about one opportunity in no. five days. We literally, and I, you know how I like to break hunts up. I like to break hunts. It's not the one day is a hunt, but you had two hunt. You had two hunts in that day. Mm-hmm. Every day, every hunt that we went out, a morning or an afternoon, we've either seen elk. We've been. In, in elk, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and uh, we've been to multiple camps. That we don't hear, happen. We hear, we hear that a lot. The there, elk population there, there's here a, is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It is. There's a reason we're all, we've all been here so long. Exactly. It's because there's so many animals. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's, that, there's so much country that we have to hunt. The, the habitat is there. The yeah. animals are there. Yeah. That's why we're here. We keep coming back. Yep. It's it's a great place to hunt, a great place to guide. And the R and K family's number one, but like Rick says, <laughs> the animals and the habitat's number two for sure. Yeah. It's right there. And this we've thing, witnessed it. We've yeah. witnessed yeah. it now twice. And and I'm yeah. telling you here, straight out. I, I Well, you know, this is a great oppor- this is a great place. So if you if you're an archer and you want an opportunity at a bull elk. Uh, this is the place. Yes, mm-hmm. you will be. You will get an opportunity here. You know for sure. You know, I mean, if, if you're, yeah, Look multiple. At, guys, yeah. we yeah. every almost you will every get an opportunity. every hunt, we've pretty much had close to you know an opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just incredible. Like opening morning with RJ, I had <clears throat> three bulls under 40 yards, and he's kind of bummed that he didn't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, man. Yeah. Like, seriously, come on. We didn't yeah. want yeah, to end it in the first half hour of the day anyway. Let's, <laughs> right. let's hunt on. You'll right. get more opportunities. I yep. never want to oversell anything, and so I like to play it the other way. I'll, I'll, I'll tell every hunter if you have an 80% chance at an opportunity, you hold out for a big five or a six point bull 80 mm-hmm. percent chance wow okay i don't want to oversell anything no not, uh, we but i agree no. with that. we love that but yeah, that, 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 that percentage is huge that's still really yeah, that's high still really well here high let's, let's look at the facts let's <clears throat> let's open up the, the state earlier. of wyoming write the regs yep. and start looking at the true mm-hmm. success rates mm-hmm. and most of them aren't single double digits, digits. they're, they're single, single digits, digits. Mm-hmm. yes and we're still talking about the average client coming in here and within a five-day period having an opportunity. Yes. That's huge. Yes. Huge. Within 30 yards or less. And you guys also have setups, not just spotting and stalking and calling, but you've, you've got setups and wallows, ground blinds, right? Yes. I mean, ground blinds and tree stands on wallows and water holes. Yeah. And there's very terrain. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. Very terrain. Where, where, we, where we've been at. Basically, yeah. you know. Oh, the train's been awesome where we've been at. Where you know, Ralph's been a mountain goat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, that's because I have the mountain goats. goat. I know you guys are like <laughs> yeah. mountain goat climbing out there, and Rob and I are like, hey, let's go take a nice walk down this trail. Yeah, that's right. oh. This is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the better shape you're in, the better. Yes. The yep. better off you'll be. The more but, variable your hole will be. But we can accommodate anybody. Anyway. Down, down to wheelchairs. Yeah. Yeah. You have physical limitations. How don't is let that? it set back. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't not do it. Because you don't think you can be accommodated or not be able to get into the middle of it because you'll be able to. Yeah. Okay. We'll make sure if that. If you can only walk 100 yards or 100 feet. Exactly. We can yeah. we can make something happen. Or if you're with Rick, 100 miles. Yeah. yeah. A day. <laughs> so, so now, how, how about this? I, I, you know, we understand preference points. Mm-hmm. What would you say your average clientele, you, you know, how many years is it years? Do you think, you know, if they apply... You, you think if they apply two years in a row, they're probably going to draw or yeah. so, so yeah. You, you know what I mean? There's that, some people that draw every year. I mean, yeah. we, <clears throat> with the point system, you know, I mean, with the get, point system, we can actually help a client that has no points because within the state of Wyoming, you can actually put in others as a group yep. to go ahead and actually See, cause a lot use, of people don't know that. That's yes. why I wanted to bring this up. Right. You guys have the ability yes due to your large clientele base yes is sharing those points with someone that may have nothing exactly. right yes. mm-hmm. yep. that's 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 a huge benefit to offer a hunter yes it really is yeah for sure you're not guaranteed an elk tag your your first year with zero points but there you still got a good chance and we're working with the fishing game i think next year we're going to be in a experimental landowner tags type thing hopefully it works out i don't know yeah hopefully Th- there's now this is preliminary but yeah, but, yeah, yeah i mean I, but I, there's a we're, chance we're working on that where, where everybody be, can there could be a lot of cobwebs in it still it might there not is be a lot next of cobwebs year. it might be still we'll a couple see. years down but, it, but it's on the board yeah. and we're trying to work through that to make a, a more advantageous or a more equal opportunity for people that have like rick said zero points but even if you have no points, still contact us one way or another because yep. there are a lot of avenues that we can go with. And depending on how it is structured, it might be very accessible for your first year to go ahead and actually draw. 
And also, depending on your guys, how you're booked, <clears throat> right. you know, you may want to come hunt elk next year. You have no points, but you guys may be booked anyway. So right. go ahead and put in for a preference point for right. next year, and you guys can plan on coming in the following right. year. And the other thing is the phenomenon. You guys got mule deer. You got antelope. Yep. I mean, you got bears. black bears. Moose. You've got moose. Yeah, you got yeah. moose. I mean, there, there's a lot of opportunities for hunters, right. you know, here at R&K in Wyoming. You, and you a know. lot of those hunts we can do, can do, I mean, right there we have a client right now that just finished up an antelope hunt, he's going to go right into a mule deer hunt. Yep. Yeah. And you know what else, Vicky, RJ now, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we've witnessed is you have a, and, and this you, you, everybody needs to understand, this tells you how an outfit is. When you have a large returning client base. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you talked, we've talked to these hunters, you know, and they said, yeah, you know, I was here last year and I, I didn't, I didn't connect on a deer, but I'm here again this year because, oh my gosh, it was my fault. I didn't connect. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or I had, I had more bulls around me than I've ever had in my life anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And, and you see that you have this return clientele mm-hmm. yeah. that right there tells anybody uh, you need to come, you need to be here. Mm-hmm. And okay. there's a lot, I mean, this year, there was a, there's a lot of people that came back that we've hunted with in the past. I mean, even, even people that we've hunted with last year, they came back this year, you yeah. know, we're able to draw mm-hmm. again, again, with that points thing, you know, we put people in with the points, you know, with a group and, you know, usually every year we have some of the same people we got the year before and hunt with the year before. Yeah, a lot of return. And so a lot yeah. of return and I mean, the accommodations are great. It's like a family atmosphere, you know, everybody's willing to help. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just makes it way better for anybody that wants to go and do a do and a how, hunt. And how many of our clients have we had that actually will be hunt with us a year or two, and then they might go somewhere else for a year or two, and then they come back the fifth year, and it's like, man, <laughs> let me tell you, yeah. 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 I should have stayed there. I'm so glad we're back. The waters. Yeah. I ain't going there no I'm more. So glad we're back. So glad you guys are all still here. You know. Well, I'm closing. First off, we can't thank y'all enough. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is our third day being here and in 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 three days we've had multiple, multiple. opportunities and rj's got his first bull out now <clears throat> yeah. so yep uh, i mean it yes, just it's just you crazy mm-hmm. you, you can't end Our without players. saying something about the food and the lodging oh, oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> you're right, you're right. Here, here's the thing i don't care <clears throat> yeah. how fit you are i don't care how many miles you want to cover but you are going to put on LBs. Yes. <laughs> you are. Yes. You With cannot turn down breakfast. You yeah. cannot turn down lunch. You definitely cannot turn down dinner. Or and dessert. then it's those damn desserts. He be, they, they just, mm. you, you can't. Yeah, I mean, you, you are not roughing it here. No. I mean, we've been on rough hunts. This is not a rough hunt. But, the, I mean, usually, so if you're going to have, if, if you go out hunting and the hunting's not good but the food is great, then, mm. then you're okay, you know? If you go out hunting somewhere and the hunting's great and the food's not good, it's okay. But here, you have everything. Like, yep. the hunting's amazing, the food's amazing, the accommodations, are, the people here are amazing. There's even a hot tub downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> just don't tell RJ that. He'll end up down there. Yeah, it's bad. Mm. And, and, and I, I guess we just got to put out there. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, the wall tent isn't rough here. No. <laughs> really, really, really this is not a wall tent. No, y'all this, can see what we're sitting in right now. It's not a wall tent. It's it, a hard wall tent. This lodge yeah. is incredible. The people yes. are awesome, and uh, I, we we can't thank y'all enough for allowing us to come out here as a family to right. witness so and experience yeah. what true true Western hunting is all about mm-hmm. and Western hospitality. Mm-hmm.
Yes, thank you, yes. thank you guys. Our pleasure. We enjoyed your company. Yes, for sure. Thanks yeah. for coming. We hope you guys well, keep come back next year. Oh, oh, yeah. Guys, we're here oh, yeah. as long as you'll have us. I can tell you right now, we have we've covered a lot of lot of area for elk hunting in different states, different you know over the borders and everything. I'm here to tell you, you're going to be hard pressed to find something better than what they have here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Really? 100%. Yes. Thank you. So we got to let the guys go because they, oh, just so you know, too, they also have a giant cooler for all the meat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huge. Like it's a semi tractor trailer, yeah. pretty much, right? 53 <laughs> foot reefer. No. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is set up for, for all your expectations, for all your dreams. And just, I'm telling you, come here with a good attitude. Listen to your guides mm-hmm. because Absolutely. the experience mm-hmm. at this table. Can, can educate generations for, forever mm-hmm. on, on, on understanding and, and doing the right things. Yep. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is Ralph and Vicky's Off Grid Podcast. 